Welcome back to the Call That Girl's Office 365 show. I'm Lisa Hendrickson, your hostess, and this is show number 85. If you want to check out my past shows and notes, you can go to callthatgirl.biz slash office365. All right, before we get started this week with the show, folks, I'm going to talk about App River for a couple minutes here. Uh, App River is a sponsor of the show, and I'm also what I would call their uh, online brand advocate of sorts, and that's going to roll into what the show is about this week is online technical communities. But before we get started, I want to talk about App River for a minute. Um, I've been a partner with them for over four years. If you are looking to work with a company to do your Office 365 sales and support, I highly recommend using AppRiver. I like their 24 by 7 service and the different options you can use um, for your clients. Like one is I'm a partner, so my clients actually pay AppRiver directly. They can call them directly for night and weekend support. It works great for my business model to not have to do the billing and be the one person they call all the time because my business model is not managed services, but more break fix. And if you are interested in working with AppRiver over Microsoft directly, their reseller plan is nice because you get to work with technicians that answer 24 seven based out of Florida and uh, you can get the help quicker and you don't have to be on the, the wait lines and the queues with Microsoft and such. So a lot of the resellers enjoy that with them. I like the partner plan though. So if you're interested in checking out AppRiver sales and services, they also do SecureTide and the encryption, which is getting more popular. And they've got a few other products as well. You can contact my rep, Steve Harris. His email is sharris at appriver.com. Okay, so last week I had a light at the end of the tunnel happen. Microsoft finally fixed the search issues with their updates. And uh, I, a lot of people were like, oh, I haven't got the update yet. And some people did. And um, there was a few different updates. The first one was the Windows 7 update, which, of course, I'm having a brain fog right now. But the update you need to go get is in the optional updates. So Windows doesn't download it. You have to go pick it. And it's um, it says 2017 monthly something, or I don't remember. But it's a, it's a different named update and that's the one you need I had a few clients I said well did you do your updates they said yes I told them to go do optionals then search worked again for them now I'm not 100% sure that's gonna fix the Outlook 2010 issues on Windows 7 but I know that the clients I told to do that they were happy about it the Windows 10 updates were automatically done when I did it it did fix my search but my office product was already broke from some other things so I've been you know, hobbling along with that, but uh, it does work again, and I'm happy, and I think hopefully this crisis for the past month is over, so if any of you guys are still battling it, uh, I do still have it out on my blog, which I'll put out on the show notes, so you can go read more about it. Okay, so I've been watching my Facebook Office 365 group. I gotta tell you guys how much I love that you're joining and participating, because the one thing I love about these online technical communities is that everybody wants to help each other. All the techs want to. And you know, 10 years ago when I started Call That Girl, there wasn't a lot of online tech communities that I found anyway. And I only had my local people that had other businesses. And there wasn't a lot of them that really wanted to go, oh, hey, Lisa, let me help you with that. They all kind of kept this guard up of, 
God, you can't, you know, share information with each other. Someone might get a leg up over you and, you know, you might get more clients out of it or something. And um, I'll just put it this way. From 2007 to 2010, I was really on my own and I had to work hard to network with other technicians. But in 2010, I've spoke of this before, I found TechNibble and um, I really enjoyed the TechNibble community. And, you know, that was my first bite of, wow, I can actually talk to other techs about issues or we can talk about something and there's no compete. And I really enjoyed that. So all through the years then, there's been other tech communities I've uh, participated in and, and some on LinkedIn and uh, just other tech forums. But I still kind of found, you know, my favorite was TechNibble, of course. And uh, But later on, the Facebook group started coming around. And I think their effort on LinkedIn just didn't get the traction because once Facebook groups started to get traction boy it has just exploded and there's a ton of them out there like literally um, I found the one the IT bog from a LinkedIn group found it in Facebook and then everybody was there chatting because Facebook's just a little more chat friendly it's in real time a little bit better than LinkedIn is and honestly not a lot of people look at LinkedIn like that anymore because their groups how they do it kind of sucks i'll be honest the groups can just go away for all i care there's not much value but i will say that they had groups before facebook so i'll give that to them but um anyway my office 365 group what i really like is that when there's a, a person who has a problem you know they come to the group they post their problem they post what they've done and you know they ask for help and instantly almost you'll start seeing chat bubbles people are starting to help they ask more questions they're giving you help and to me that's so valuable because we're not you know charging each other it's just a, a group of other technicians helping each other and um what i find is that some people don't participate because they don't know the answer a lot of people just read and lurk and they learn and i'm totally cool with that i since i own the group i try to jump in as soon as possible but here's what i tell people is if you're troubleshooting something and you're stuck and you're going to Google, that's when you should go into the group and put the question out. Because honestly, if you go Google too much, you might spend too much time out there when somebody might know the answer in the group. I mean, you can go Google first if it's an error or something, but if you're not sure, there's there's nothing wrong with saying, look, I'm not familiar with this, I need help, and, and jump in. And people are very good at explaining things, writing out instructions, and some people write out really lengthy instructions for you if you're lucky we got a couple guys in the group that does that but um there's a couple of the groups i'm gonna talk about that are a little bit bigger than my group and they're more kind of like an association or whatever and one is the um ascii group i just joined it a couple weeks ago uh it's ascii i think dot com might be dot org let me go look here real quick uh, ASCII. Yeah, it is .com. Oh, nope, I'm sorry. It's .org, I believe. I don't want to tell you guys the wrong stuff here. Nope, it's definitely not it either. Well, why can't I find it? Group. So I'm online trying to find it here. Yeah, it is ASCII.com. Okay, well, they have an index here. So anyway, I've known about this ASCII group for many years, and um, I just didn't know if it was a group for me to join to get value out of it but it is a uh you know it's a member benefit type of group and um so i finally decided to do a three-month trial program with it because i just kind of wanted to see what i could do in three months 
because if I'm investing in it, I want to get something out of it, whether, you know, I meet new people or I go to an event or whatever the case or use their discount guide. But I'm going to review with you guys what I've experienced so far in two weeks. And maybe it's something you want to join as well. Um, the first thing is, is that as soon as you join, you do get a member uh, benefits, um, like a, a link to their online uh, Excel file that has all the benefits. And I know that if you do managed services or, you know, break fix and do a lot of us uh, and you need to buy a lot of software, those discounts are pretty good. I personally didn't need to use any of the benefits because none of the software that is in there is stuff that works with me and what I do. So to me, that's really not a, a, you know something I'm going to look forward to, but other people might. If you buy a lot of software, the discounts are good. The second thing is, is that you get put on what's called the email listserv. Now, I didn't really realize it's kind of like a Facebook group, but in your Outlook email. And I kind of like it, to be honest, because I love Outlook and I love email. So they put you on the list, and um, that's how it works is that if somebody emails the list, which remember listservs like go back to the old days, <laughs> I was kind of like fairly impressed that they still had this. Um, you can start a new topic and people can reply and it just replies to the group. And there's kind of like a thread of, you know, if you look at the subject line, you can kind of see the thread of, uh, you know, communication and the topics, which I think is cool. So I can scroll through and delete stuff that I know I'm not going to be interested in. Um, or otherwise you can make a folder and create a rule and then they all go in there and then you can check it once a day. But since I joined, I've been watching it like every day because I want to see what's going on in there. And, you know, for me to do break fix, I see a lot of the discussions are managed services and software and ubiquity routers and hardware and technology I don't necessarily do. But I still learn a lot from these kind of groups because when I work with my clients, I, I'm technology, you know, interested still, so I can still talk to my clients about things, and I have to keep up with the Joneses, kind of, even if I don't support it. So I do like that it's on email, and I can watch it during the day, and I clean it out, and some days it's super busy, and some days it's not. So I'm just saying that, that the email list is more, I'd have to say more of the managed services level, but, um, I, like I said, I still pay attention to everything because there's little bites I take from it, just even with the work I do. Now, I know that if you that they do have a lot of events. Um, unfortunately, I can't travel for the next few months, so I haven't looked at their event calendar. But they do offer a free one-night hotel if you go to one of the events. Now, from some of the texts that I know in other Facebook groups, from what I've heard is these events are really, really worthwhile going. They have great speakers. I think the last one that my two friends went to, they saw the guy, um, Frank Abagnale, the guy who had the movie about him, who was the young guy. Um, I forgot the name of the movie. You guys are all probably going, oh, I know it. The the guy who uh, wrote all the bad checks and then you know spent his younger years um, uh, deceiving everybody. Kind of wish. I'll, I'll probably remember the name of the movie later, but he spoke at it, and I was like, I wish I would have gone to that one because I really thought that would have been cool. But the events and stuff are worthwhile to go from what I've heard, and I'll be going probably this fall or the winter. So they pay you uh, or they reimburse you for one night at the hotel, which is cool. They also have marketing help with newsletters. Now, I'm not a newsletter person in that matter like that, so I won't be doing that probably. I do my own about Outlook and Office 365. 
Um, but I did see that they offered it to the members and that's something you could take advantage of. And they also have insurance discounts, which I'm probably going to be taking advantage of here uh, in the third quarter. I'm gonna switch over my E&O insurance. And um, I think that they've got some discount plans. I'm not gonna say what they are, but they look pretty decent and they give you different uh, offer, different levels, I guess. So those are the main benefits. The, f the last one I found is uh, this is where I really want to get active is networking with others. So let me just tell you guys about this email list alone. Every day I'm seeing tons of businesses and I go and see their websites and I'm starting to network with them on LinkedIn. And I've actually had a couple people email me from the list already just saying, hey Lisa, thanks for that information. They didn't email the group, they emailed me directly. So it's kind of like its own little online community of people networking in the ASCII email list, which I think is pretty cool. Um, and, and for me to use this list is gonna be valuable because I work with clients on a national scale. So if I get a referral, I can put that out into the list saying, hey guys, I have a referral in this town. If anybody wants it, let me know, email me offline. I think you can actually go through an official referral program as well. And I think that's what you're supposed to do, to be honest, but I haven't done it yet. But anyway, that to me is where I can tell my clients, look, I have somebody in your area. Here's what their specialty is. So I'm enjoying actually watching all these emails come in and reading, you know, all these people where they work or not where they work, but where they live, what their websites are, what they offer. And to me, it's just a gathering of information that sometimes you don't get out of the Facebook groups. Because the Facebook groups, a lot of people don't put all their business stuff on their Facebook. And you have to join a group with your own Facebook, right? So you can actually go into, uh, you know, one of the Facebook groups, click on someone's name and have no idea except their first name and last name and what they do. And they might have their privacy settings. So to me, this is just another way to connect with people with business to business. And um, like I said, some of these folks are inviting me to LinkedIn, which I think is cool. And then we can get into the business side of social networking, which a lot of people don't believe the Facebook does that, which I have to say, you know, when I'm profiling a new client, the first thing I do is I go put them into LinkedIn and go check out their profile. I don't go to Facebook and look at their personal profile. I mean, I, I always go to LinkedIn first. And so to me, that's where the social media on the business side really does matter. So anyway, I think I'm not going to mention the cost of the group, but right now they do, I, they do have a three month subscription, um, monthly also, and then they have a yearly and I signed up for the three months. So I'll be honest, just to test it out and we'll see how it goes. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like their, their, their try it plan, I, I think, but, uh, so far I've been, I've been enjoying it. And I try to think of, you know, the list is, uh, not a place where you can go and promote your business, but you can participate and you can network with people. So, you know, maybe if people see the posts I put out here and there, they'll consider me if they have an outlook issue or, you know, something. Um, but I, I'm not participating to promote the business by any means, but it's just another opportunity, right? Okay, so that's the ASCII group. And uh, now I'm gonna talk about the Facebook IT bug group a little bit more in depth. So the Facebook IT bog, which means IT business owners group is not an official quote group, uh, like association yet. Um, I'm an administrator at that group and I've been one since last fall. 
and I really enjoy participating there. And Facebook has given the groups a lot more, um, you know, a lot more tools for the groups to do better. Like in the past few months, they've allowed us to put up a suggested group so we can support each other's groups within the groups. And I like that. They've also, I found, have been putting us in like a list called um, other groups you might like or something that's on the sidebar of the, so people can click on our group and join our group. They've also allowed us to ask questions now to new applicants so we can field out people that aren't, or rather shouldn't, shouldn't be in our group, which I like because uh, it says business owners group. And I think a lot of people are like, I own a business, I'm joining. Well, we're kind of particular here. This group is for IT business owners only. And uh, as long as you do IT business owning, you can be in the group. But again, like I said, it's a little hard to vet folks. So our questions, so if you apply, which I'll put the link in the notes, you know, you have to answer the questions and then just go ahead and put your website in there and we're validating with the website now, which I think is super cool. But uh, the IT bog is getting prepped up a little bit um, to kind of, I think eventually move into a, a real, you know, association of sorts, but right now it's free. You can join up and earlier, like I was saying, the uh, Facebook Office 365 group is so valuable because we're all in there helping each other. The IT bog is just really such similar group, except they, you know, the techs talk about a lot of other things, routers and viruses and, you know, cabling and networks and things that I don't do, but I still watch and learn, you know, I try to participate. Um, Steven Taylor is also doing a webinar series um he's got i think seven scheduled out for the next month excuse me next month and a half so if you join that group you can go see the events and participate and he does the um webinars over the zoom which is the camera web sharing product and you can um uh, participate and others like 50 some people in his last one i think so it's just like a free webinar and he does screen sharing he has a host and people talk about the product next week which this show is going to be out tonight and it is a uh, Sunday the 9th the um the I believe it's on the 13th I gotta go look it up on the Facebook real quick here I believe it's on the oh, actually I look at my calendar so I'm a scheduled panelist for that one yeah it is on the 13th so if you want to sign up for that you can go ahead and participate and just listen you don't even have to chat or do anything for that matter just just patch on in and follow along online and um, let's see, we also have a vendor discount guide that you can uh, just say you're part of the IT bug group and the vendors that, well, I'm actually the one who created the vendor group discount guide. You can go in there and um, get the codes and email them for a discount. And if you have any issues with that, we did have a technical glitch. Imagine that. So it uh, is now on another website, but you can email me if you want to take a look at it, Lisa at callthatgirl.biz. I'm trying to think what else. The IT bug. I'll say it's free. And, well, you know, we have a good group of techs. There's like 850 now. And uh, I think our last insight said that 700 and some were active in the last month. And we had, you know, over 10,000 clicks, likes, and comments. So it's a very active group. We have a lot of techs in the UK and Australia and around the world. I think um, U.S. is first, then U.K., then Australia, but, but we've got a, quite a diverse group of techs in there, and I think that this group is doing so great as an online tech community, and they're so helpful, and uh, I highly recommend you joining this one and the Office 365 group.
Okay. Alright. That's another rundown of that. I have to uh, see here. Okay, so I also, let's see here. There's going to be a newsletter coming out here. So if you want to get on that in the next few days, email me. Lisa, call that girl.biz, say uh, subject line newsletter. I got some things coming up here in July that I, if you guys want to participate in some new discounts in a summer sale, it's a good time to get some deals. And also, I'm going to do a little spoiler that probably the next couple weeks, I'm going to launch officially my uh, internet searching business. I don't know what else to call it yet. I haven't really named it officially. But you guys know how I always talk about how I use Google for marketing and I write all the blogs. And in the past few weeks, I've been doing a lot of test clients and I'm seeing some action and I figured out my processes and I'm going to start offering, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like SEO services, Google ranking services. It's basically just getting your name into Google with your service and where you live. That's pretty much the long and short of it. Um, a lot of people, they create websites that are really pretty. But no one goes and sees them because they're not in Google. And I know that there's a lot of folks that are like, well, the SEO people are really expensive and they don't really get you on page one. And the thing is, you don't really always have to be on page one. You just got to be found with the right content and keywords. So I figured out with all the, all the blogging I've done in the past, with the ebook I wrote, you know, I know how to do it pretty well. And I've created some really affordable packages. And I have a pretty killer keyword list that I've already started, which is awesome. I think I've got 200 now, and I keep adding to it. And one of my tech clients, um, I did a practice for him, and he was like, yeah, I'm just not seeing, you know, clicks yet. I go, I know, it's only been a week or two, and you can't expect magic. But he was like, let's go do my other business. And I was like, nice. Because he knows it works, and, you know, it's just that sometimes people expect quick results, which you're not going to see with marketing, you know, one or two weeks, whatever. But, um, so we're going to create a 25 keyword program to get him found for just one thing because this was his biggest moneymaker. So was, that's why I'm, I said to him, let's not do every keyword for every little break fix thing. Let's focus and hone into the big moneymakers and really conquer it well. So if you're listening and go, Hey, I'd like to do more data recovery in my town instead of a lot of the other things you might do, we can just focus on one keyword you know, instead of the spread, widespread of everything else. But anyway, I'll be getting that out here um, eventually in time. You know, this, I think, I love this. I love doing this stuff so much, and it's like my side work that I'm like, I'm ready to, to go in a little bit more and start offering it. And I've got some good goals for it, so I'm pretty excited, you guys. So I'll put that out in the next show, the, the link and stuff. But anyway, I was going to talk about a couple other jobs I did. Um... Like I said, last week was after holiday, the 4th of July. It was kind of a weird week. I think a lot of my clients took the whole week off, to be fair, because not even my regulars called in <laughs> with their usual little snags. So I had just a nice week. I was working on the side business here a little bit. Um, just a reminder, you guys always know I push this. Please be sure if a client says to you, I have emails missing in my folders, they're not matching the server, that before you go and delete an Outlook profile, and I'm talking before you go delete it, just make a quick PST backup of the current folders in the Outlook, okay? This client that I helped, him, him or his tech, I don't remember who, but he had, he had a tech who worked for him, 
they did that. They just deleted it. And I actually had to go run an, uh, an OST recovery. Uh, no, wait. I'm sorry. Not on his. His mailbox said 5 gigs. The OST said 8 gigs. So it was actually working and functional. It just was off. Okay. So what I did was I took out... Um, I took a copy of the OST file and I did an OST to PST converter and three gigs of email that he was missing was there. So I was very happy that uh, we got that back for him. But for you folks out there that don't do recovery, the best thing you can do before you do anything in Outlook, any removals of any accounts or deleting an OST file is just make a backup. Even if you just back up the OST file to a different directory, at least you have the data. Outlook 2013 and 16 are very fast at deleting it which you have to use the Windows recovery programs to go get the OST files back if you can get them back. Because if you remove it from Outlook, it's gone. And it's just not in the computer hiding. It's in deep recovery mode, all right? Okay, so the next job I'm gonna talk about next week, I think is my big migration I did for four people that took uh, quite a few hours to do. And it's a full show kind of on just uh, migration mishaps, I think. We'll do that next show. I want to talk about the groups then today. All right, gang. I think that is going to be it this week. A little shorter show. Um, like I said, I didn't have much going on last week with holidays, so I'm hoping that if you were slow last week, things pick up this week. I hope it picks up for me as well. And um, I'm kind of glad the holiday week was over because it was actually a long week. <laughs> I was ready to get back to work, so... Anyway, if you have any questions, want to be on the show, have any comments, I love fan mail. Um, be sure to check the notes for all the groups. And if you decide to check out the ASCII, make sure you tell them that Lisa Hendrickson from Call That Girl sent you. Uh, I'll be honest, they give you a little referral bonus too. And that's another bonus to the group. It's nothing, uh, you know, you can buy a car with or anything, but it's enough for you to go, hey, you know, it's worth, uh, worth referring a friend over or whatever. All right, gang, that's it. Uh, this has been a Heyman Hendrickson production, audio supported by Mitch Heyman. That's it, folks, and see you next week.